Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another Beer-tastic voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Beer-tastic Voyage. My name's Kevin. I'm Mark. And I'm Justin. And today, we are doing a deep dive backup edition of the Philly episode from back episode 10 or something like that, yes. right? 10 is the number. The number and, is 10. And it is the number of the episode. It was 10. Yes. Um, not 11, not 9. But ten. We are looking at Manny Young Brewery today. I broke Kevin with that. Yeah, he did. He I did. Sh- I wasn't twitching. sure how long we could keep going with it. Yeah, because I could do it <laughs> with the orangutans and the breakfast cereals. But we're gonna um, we're gonna go into three beers from the whole sequence in the sh- in the movie. I said, speaking of breakfast cereal. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought you said, where'd you get breakfast cereals? I'm like... No, no. I'm like, do I even know you anymore, man? Speaking <laughs> of breakfast cereal. Um, speaking of breakfast cereal, we've, we've got one of our beers that's delicious that might as well be a breakfast cereal. It's the chocolate peanut butter crunch that we talked about last time. But Yes. Um, this time we got a little bit more info on the Maniunk Brewery. Uh, Justin, I think you actually got a chance to go to that said brewery this time, right? I did, yes. Um, after the love for the uh, peanut butter crunch from the last time in our... Uh, Philly uh, episode where we just kind of had a couple different Philly breweries. We had something from Yard, something from Maniunk, and uh, one others. I decided to go back into the uh, scene of the crime, so to speak, and check out Maniunk proper, which was a cool place to begin with, and we'll get more into the tasting room situation and stuff later. But um, the brewery has a lot of history. The Maniunk area in general has a ton of history. They have um, they were originally um, a big uh, like textile area, and this. The building that they're in used to be a textile mill way back in 1822. So they've uh, since turned that into a brewery. Um, uh, actually, it was a wool mill until 1992, apparently. That's what I have in my notes. Now they're a brewery. They've brewed over 600 varieties of beer since they started. Um, so that's, that sounds like our place. Sorry, I had to Kevin sit back was adjusting up. I was himself. So over happy there. about uh, this beer. Oh yes, yes. I saw. I saw Kevin could. Kevin loves this beer so much. Uh, number one, he he asked me to bring him back a flat of it. I did bring him back a flat, but not for all for him. I gave yeah. him two four packs, and which is part, which is actually like just the right. Amount. Yeah, it's probably the appropriate amount. Um, but yeah, he was uh, half stacking himself over there drinking a, drinking a it's beer. So good, <laughs> so good. Um, so, uh, Kevin, what color would you say it is? Um, is it light black? You know. Th- this is almost that light black color where you t- kind of get in trouble on whether or not it's dark brown. But I'm going to go with the um, whatever the darkest shade of brown would be before you get to black. See, holding it up to the light, though, I think it's light brown. Light brown? Light brown. You got a better... Um, I've moved my seat in the, uh, on the at the table here. I'm a little further away from the light source now, but... Um, there's Justin, definitely a, a little bit of clarity on the side of it. So You like making things like out of wood and have some knowledge of electricalness. You need to make like a little box. We need a beer light box that we can just sit the glasses on. <laughs> Why don't you just act like a, a BJCP judge and get a little good pen lights? We just have like a pen light we can shine through the side of it. Because it's fancier if there's like a box on the table that we can put it on. That's true. That's that. We'll we'll deal with that. Think of all the social time. media pictures. Uh, yeah, I'm sure everyone here wants to see a box with a light on it. I'm sure that'd be very exciting. No, they light. they want to see the glass um, with the beer in it on the light box. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Dramatically lit from below. Being that we get, so, you know, the tremendous amount of feedback that we get. Like if if anybody would like to uh, write in and. Um, ask for those pictures i'd be happy to make a box i'm probably gonna make one anyway because i'm bored and lonely um <laughs> it's getting to the dark time back back to, back to manny Yunk. um 
the uh, the brewery uh, has been around since 1996, and since then they've brewed 600 different types of beer, which is my kind of place. They're very eclectic in what they uh, what they brew, and I think that the selection I brought back kind of shows the uh, how eclectic they are. Um, so the first beer we're going to drink has uh, has been alluded to is their peanut butter crunch porter. We have tasted it once again back on episode 10, and uh, we all gave it a bomber. And I think this is going to be interesting because it's our first repeat beer, and oh, I'm sorry that a it's a repeat. To get back into the way back machine or the time uh, time device and go in time travel. No problem. Okay. We'll do that. We'll time travel in a previous episode and come back to this one and do it again for for everyone. Oh, yeah, I like we'll, that idea. We'll, yeah, the whole Inception thing. So anyway, an episode within an episode. Bombers all around. When will then be now? Soon. Oh God, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> so, bombers all around last time, and this will be our first repeat beer. And it was not. I didn't want to make it a repeat beer. But however, their pumpkin, which was amazing on tap, sold out in like six hours or something, and they had no cans left when I were there. So all I could bring back was this. The other two will be new. So it'll be interesting to see what we all give it now. So now that uh, we've gotten back out of our time machine, Kevin, I know you've you've pretty much drank your whole sample what are you doing there i'm still loving on this beer man yeah it's the smell like is so it's so peanut buttery and really smells like you just opened up a bag of reese's peanut butter cups or uh reese's pieces and just shoved your face in there because it's got that chocolatey feel to it as well and um i feel it's a little thinner than i remember it being I don't. Um, did we get a can last time or a bottle last time? Can. I, I think uh, it was a can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can again. And and it's a can again, so I I don't see how that could make a difference. But um, this time I'm kind of picking up a little bit of almost like a little CO2 kind of bite to it at the end of the taste. When I finish the sip, it's almost like a like a seltzer, like kind of how you get those little like bubble, like the little. Yeah. Yep. I, yep. At the at the end of the about. taste, which I don't think I, which I don't remember about it, and it's not quite as pleasing to me. But I guess it's good because it kind of clears the flavor, the strong flavor of the peanut butter off your palate. Yeah, because the one thing that I don't remember from last time, but I'm sure it hasn't changed much. There is a certain slickness, yes. like oily mouthfeel that I'm sure is from the added peanuts like the oil from the peanuts yeah, in the you're beer just, you're not going to get rid of all of that it's, i don't think it's possible no and it's not uh unpleasant in any way but it's certainly noticeable and you know the 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 little bit of bite at the the end of the sip helps kind of clear that off your palate and get you ready for some more yeah it um i i wasn't they didn't have this on tap there but they've right. definitely made this a year-round canning venture this is a very very popular beer for them when i when I first walked into the brewery, they didn't actually have these cans out there. And I was like, wow, man, I didn't see it. And I was going to ask if they had it in the back. Right. And I didn't. So we were leaving, and I saw them start to pack the shelves with it. You know, uh, and I was like, oh, sweet. I'm coming back to get that. Yeah. Um, what was interesting was I brought a, bo- a can of this to uh, the bottle share at Brewer and Beyond. And everyone sort of had a similar thing with the mouthfeel. The taste was very um, flavorful of peanut butter. But when you have that flavor of peanut butter... You're kind of expecting almost to have to scrape the roof of your tongue to get the rest yeah. of it, you know. And it, it is interesting that it, it is a, a thinner mouthfeel than you expect. But I think that that's a bonus um, for the reason you said. I think it allows it to have that CO2 bite and clean itself. The only other thing that I'm thinking of with this is that we're drinking it pretty cold right now. Um, I think this one might benefit from being closer to room temperature. 
Maybe. Um, I don't think it needs, maybe not room temperature, but maybe around like a, you know, 50 degrees or something, you know. Yeah, a little warmer than your standard fridge. Yeah, just to... Just Under to, cloudy skies. Yeah, whatever you said. <laughs> I, I don't, that's just me on it. I think a little warmer would, t- it would pair well with this, but it's still really tasty. And um, remembering my rating of a bomber on it, I think I'm going to stick with that. Like, that's right where it's... Um, where it stands i want two of these and i'm gonna be really happy and then you know what i'm gonna be like set to like let's go let's go let's start drinking now yeah um let me just ch- check out the where's the can of this is there anywhere? Uh, it's over there I was <laughs> like, yeah, he, yeah justin's groping in the dark <laughs> yeah i'm good well, at that's it we blindfolded him and we don't let him out of his cave what's interesting is his six percent alcohol which again isn't super high no but it's it's you know a tad bit above average you could you know you could easily have two of these and hang out yeah sure um I'm also going to stick with the bomber. For me, it's mostly about the peanut butter flavor. I really love it, and I think that it's ama- amazing how it's been captured in the beer. But I don't want a whole lot of it. Yeah, and I don't know if I remember if I said this back when we did it the last time, but milkshake with this is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, and I think what we can do is there's a little left in the can. Yeah. So why don't we let that chill out? <laughs> why don't we let that chill out till towards the end of the episode and see if it warm up? a yeah, little Yeah, exactly. I like that idea. Yeah. Um, so the next two beers are beers we, like, we haven't well, had before. Well, let's get Mark's rating on it. Oh, Mark, wait, did I, did I skip Mark? You did. I you actually, did. I actually, did it, on, I actually did it on purpose. And I was, uh, forgetting that cause I already wrote my writing down in my handy dandy notebook. <laughs> right. Uh, so I'm, a- us, Steve. <laughs> I'm actually going to upgrade my rating from the bomber to a growler. Um, I, I appreciate the flavors very much and I, I would like more than two. Right. That's awesome. The next two beers we're going to have are both from the quote-unquote sour-ish category. The first one is uh, their rye-esque rye sour ale, which um, I had the privilege of having on tap. It's going to be interesting. We're having it out of a this particular one out of a bottle. Um, I was an enormous fan of this at the brewery, um, and I love the name, too. I think the name is really cool. It's 7.7% alcohol, um, and as the name implies, it has rye. So let me... We, uh, I'm gonna hold on to the flavor text till after we after we read it, but I'll read what's on the uh, on the bottle after that. Yeah, uh, I mean, pour myself a little looking here. Looking out at it, there's not any head on it, um, and it's kind of a dark gold color. It is gold, you know. Yeah, yeah. From where I am, it's a little darker than that. Um, not quite apple juice color. You know, it's a little lighter than apple juice. A little hazy, as you would expect from a rye beer. Yeah, that's just. I think that's just going to happen. But I'm not seeing a lot of carbonation there either. In there, it's... are you guys getting a lot of activity on it? No, it's not a lot, but there's definitely enough. I mean, I, yeah. if I look closely, I can see bubbles streaming to the surface. Right. But it's certainly not one of the more highly carbonated sour beers we've had out of a ball. Yeah, it, it wasn't overly carbonated at the um, even out of the tap. I'm not getting a ton out of the nose, but I'm I'm still picking up hints of the last beer that we were in my glass, the peanut butter in there. So I think it might just be muddling it out. I'm also wondering if there's any oiliness from the last beer that may be crushing the head on this too. Um, I mean, that would help uh, or hinder the retention, but not there's, not, there's not just, the carbonation. Yeah, there's just not enough in there to really build up a head. That's true. Yeah, it definitely there definitely isn't. That's tasty. Yeah. It is. I mean, I, on the tasty. nose, I I get a little bit of rye, and I also get, um, you know, the a hint of sour. Like yeah. if I take a a little short, uh, you know, 
just a short sniff. I get like a sharp sharpness from sour and then like a little hint of uh, grain. Well, we've been hanging out upstairs with uh, your pooches all day, so my nose is pretty much shot right now. I'm working with half a schnoz from uh, my uh, sinus issues, but I do get the same sort of hint of sour that you're talking about. When I smell, I just get that faint hint of this is a sour. Yeah, beer. it's not. It's not very aromatic. Again, there's not a lot of carbonation coming out of here to carry those aromas up into your face holes. Right. But it's a very pleasant drinking beer. Yeah, the taste. It's uh It's faintly sweet, and it's. Clean, and it's clean. It doesn't. There's not a lot of. Um, there's not a lot of sour on there. No. Um, it's like only the very barest hint of tartness. Yeah, I think it's the. It's right. It's not strongly sour, but I think it's well balanced with the spicy character of the rye as well, where yeah. they they kind of like flush each other off the palate to get you ready for another sip. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. That's that's how. That that clean the cleanliness of the back with any sour is going to let you drink more of it, and I think that when I read the flavor text, it'll be kind of um, enlighten that a little right, bit. So why don't you lay that on us? I'm going to go into. So I haven't read this before. I just you know kind of noticed it on the model now. It says our com- complex American sour ale rye ash rye is brimming with fruity and spicy rye malt, which helps tame the earthy Brett funk. Cloaked within the lactic sourness are notes of dark cherry, clove, and black pepper. After you try it. You will know rye, rye, We never ask rye. I, I, I get clove. Clove, I get in the spiciness of it in the sip. Yeah, I could definitely see clove. I don't pick up any cherry. I think the cherry is more of the just the relative sweetness that I get. I couldn't identify it, but it might be a little bit. It doesn't taste like black cherries. It tastes a little bit like I'm gonna say artificial cherries, like like the sweet in the beginning i i kind of that's what i'm that's what i'm, yeah, I'm picking it's kind of like a fake sweet cherry syrup. okay yeah you know taking another sip now i, I get it i get it yeah, yeah it's, I, a, it's a solid I and mean, this is again you know tr- this is, I, I consider this a training wheel sour or maybe even like a for lack of a better word a session sour you know like you can't a lot of sours like checkpoint charlie like you know we even you and i can't drink what's the oh, I, coming at yeah. this one? I session checkpoint charlie all the time uh, well yeah i know we're psychos so yeah i know <laughs> Um, it is seven point seven, so it's it's fairly hefty for the, yeah, for the flavor you're getting. It doesn't taste like that. Um, no, it's it's very light, but it, it's light and sweet with a little bit of spice as you take the sip, and then it cools off. Um, it doesn't really it doesn't warm you. But no, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not getting uh, building warmth in my chest. Uh, no, and the the sourness doesn't cling to your palate. That no, I mean get I'm like, getting the very faintest hint of warmth in the back of my throat, but not like down until like my chest right i've been holding the glass in my hand pretty good trying to and, and leaning it a little bit trying to warm it up a little and i'm getting a little bit more of the clove and, and the peppery notes as it warms up yeah. a little i think it's really tasty um you want me to hop in with a, a rating here or we ha- or you guys have some more thoughts on it before no we- let's, let's hop in with the rating um for me i think i'm gonna go with the bomber on this in the right conditions, I can definitely see myself saying, you know what? I'm not sharing this with you guys. Sorry. I'm going to drink the whole bottle myself. Um, but, you know, I, that's that's where I'm going to go. I'm just going to stick solid with the bomber on it. I, I don't think I could go for the whole growler with it. I'd probably um, flame out a little bit on the spice towards the end. 
Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I, I really would like to give it a Growler, because that's how much I like it, but I think I'm going to go Bomber, mostly for the same reasons. It's uh, it's a little, it's just going to sound ridiculous. It's a little one note, and I think that, that one note could wear over time, but it's supposed to be one note. Like This, this beer is exactly what it should be based on the based on these things. Yeah, it tastes exactly like it pointing reads. at the bottle. Based on <laughs> based on the uh, flavor text, yes. Yeah. It is exactly what it should be, and it, it tastes great. I'm I'm going for a growler on this. I really enjoy it and could keep drinking it and probably, you know, I'm probably going to make waffles while I'm at it from that growler because that's what I do, but <laughs> yes. I'm going to drink the rest of it for sure. Yeah, that's why I'm glad that your present from my trip was uh, a bottle of this because I figured the uh, the peanut butter crunch was uh, oh, right was right up uh, his alley and then you would uh, you'd hammer this. Yeah, this is right in my wheelhouse. Um so, you know, while we're uh, kind of chilling out in between a little bit and maybe create some water, the, the tasting room there. It's, yeah, it's, not it's, just, it's yeah. like a, a pretty great restaurant. Oh my god, it's a full saying, right? full blown restaurant. Really, really good food. Um, I had a burger. Um, Steph and I shared a, a uh, I think I think it's a wood fire pizza. I'm not 100 percent sure about the wood fire part, but it was definitely you know pizza made there, fresh. It was spent grain dough. No, no, not spent grain dough. Not uh, good. Yeah, I know. But it was it was amazing. the The food was great. The service was great. And it's a big restaurant. Like it's not. I mean. It's, uh, I'd have to say it's probably, probably as big as Brick House. Not as big of a bar area. Actually, the bar is pretty long, but it's probably about as big as Brick House. Uh-huh. And, uh, um, the coolest part to me was I asked how they do their tastings, and they said, oh, it's $10. And I said, well, for how many? And they go, all of them. <laughs> yeah, I've, that's fantastic. Ten. There were ten, ten taps. I got uh, all ten uh, for $10. Uh, uh. Yes, exactly. I was setting you up there, and you knocked it down. Um, everything I had was really good. There was a very good variety of beer on tap. And, um, I think that the, uh, one of the highlights that I couldn't bring back was, uh, a, uh, Pilsner actually. Okay. And, you know, as anybody who's listening to the show knows, Pilsner is not exactly my, uh, it's not something I'm going to rave about. It's not necessarily in your wheelhouse. Right. I'm not going to rave about a, uh, Pilsner, but it was amazing to me the flavor that it had. And I kind of started to get the idea that. Maybe I need to think about the Pilsners a little bit more. You know, than Arch, I did before. the Herald's approach. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise known as my text message. Yes, the, the, is the coolest text message, I think, especially when you're at the uh, Renaissance Fair and you get to uh, <laughs> you get to just uh, get a text message and feel like you're part of the show. Yeah, it's always a good time with that. I'm sorry about that. That's all right. Um, yeah, Man- Maniac sounds like it's a really nice... Um, location that it's definitely something that I want to see at some point. What's interesting is they, um, before I knew about the brewery when we were there the last time, not this time, we were going to try to do a tour because it's supposed to be like a food, right. very foody area, and it definitely is. There's, a, there's a, a crazy number of restaurants. We had dinner there at a, at a place called Bourbon Blue, um, which also had a pretty great beer selection, not of their own beers, but just of general local stuff. Um, the only thing that wasn't there was there weren't enough like shops. Like we okay. we spent the whole day in Maniunk, yeah, and a giant chunk of that day was spent sitting in front of the local ice cream shop, just like sitting there chilling out. Yeah, because we had basically seen everything and, yeah. and, and whatnot. And uh, there's a cool park. Oh, the park! I totally forgot about that. Okay, there's a place called I think are it's called trees? I think it's called what? Pickle Park, something yeah. like that. Yes, there are trees. There's oh, some trees. Right, huh? But what was cool was the whole middle area was like gated off for beer in the park. It was called Taps in the Park or something like that. I like that. And there was a, a couple of little, you know, areas where you could order food, 
and you could only sit in this one area and you can get beers. We didn't go in there because it was, you know, we had just drank at the brewery and right. walked around and we were going to go drink more at dinner. Um, but I thought it was a fantastic idea that, you know, they should do around here. Like, they could totally do this in Port Jeff. Yeah, I just trying to think of village. Park. So, oh, right. Yeah. Good point. Um, you know, they, that parking lot there, you know, they could have a little thing at the farmer's market where you could have a whole bunch of people come and all the vendors could do it. It would be great if it wasn't, like you said, Three Village. <laughs> no, Three Village is a school district. They're a separate village. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, it's like just. Oh. A, and just, Three Village isn't even the school district that's down there. The oh, you're right. That's the target. Yes. Sorry. I know geography. Sometimes. Ish. Sometimes. Two toddlers drinking all day. Actually, no. I was drinking all day with two toddlers. <laughs> we didn't drink that much. No, we did. We split. We split like three bombers over the course of like six hours. Yeah, so, between yeah, the three. Of us. Yeah, between the three of us. Exactly. It wasn't that much. No. But staying with you guys for six hours with the toddlers. You wanted to drink more, didn't you? Oh, dude, we should have been drinking way more. <laughs> And God bless you too. God yeah. bless you too. Whatever. I hear you, man. But you gotta, you gotta keep that card in your back pocket for when it's really bad. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I yeah. do. I do get that they were, despite all of it, they were pretty good. Today. This is pretty, yeah. This was a great day. Yeah. No, no, I get that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying it wasn't great. I'm yeah. just saying it was exhausting. No, and no. I was just yeah. watching them. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you, you get you certainly get used to it a little bit, but you know. And yeah, I mean, there's definitely days where I'm like, "Daddy needs a drink." Yeah, I remember. I remember an earlier episode. I think it was one of uh, Paul's creations. You were like, "I could drink some of this on a really bad Friday." And you- <laughs> yes. Yeah. But um, yeah. So Maniac was a cool place, and um, anybody who can get to the brewery definitely should. Now, this last beer is a Pina Colada Goza with sea salt. And little background on this: the first day we were there, uh, my wife and I stopped this place called, called Brew Craft and Worse. It's a great. Um, German restaurant with an amazing beer selection and very, very knowledgeable people start, uh, selling you the beer. And um, I saw this on there, and, and my wife ordered it. And the woman said to her, it tastes it, like it's very strong pineapple taste. Do you sure you want it? She said, of course. And the first thing I thought was, I hope I can bring this home for Mark. So <laughs> we're going to see what Mark thinks about this pineapple beer, me knowing that he just gen- generally hates pineapple altogether. It's not that I generally hate pineapple. It's that I will only eat it if it's been cooked. I'm pretty sure they didn't cook this. So, yeah, I mean, like, but do you like pineapple on pizza? No, and we all know that that's not pizza. Heresy! Heresy! You're gonna, you're gonna have to fight with Glenn about that one. We've proven numerous times that Glenn's palate is wrong. <laughs> but taking a whiff of this, it, it is very aromatic. Yes, you really get a tropical. It's, uh, it smells like a pina colada. Yeah. Seriously. Pi- pineapple and coconut is really prominent in that scent. Um, and it's like tropical beach. Like, hey, where are the Hawaiian tropic girls now? <laughs> Seriously. It, it it has a the, the, the pina colada, like, you know, suntan lotion sort of smell to it in a good way. Like, yeah, in I a mean, very like it, pleasant it, way. It smells like the mixer that you buy at the supermarket. Yes, it does. And oh man, it's good. I think unfortunately, I kind of get that same kind of taste to it too. It's a little sweet in that. Oh um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this is not in my wheelhouse. I like pineapple stuff, and I like pina coladas. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this one, like you mentioned, it's almost like the mixer. Yep. Which is some can be overly sweet, and this beer kind of tastes 
artificially sweet as well. Yes, I um, I, 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 I realize that that's the second time I've mentioned artificial flavors, so I don't and I don't want to put it out there and make it seem like I know that they're using artificial flavors or not. And I'm actually going to assume that they probably weren't with this, but it's a very intense flavor of the pineapple and coconut, and the sweetness kind of gets a, a little cloying on it. It definitely does. Um, when we had this on tap, it wasn't um, at least my memory of it again. Um, and I actually how many dr- beers have you had at that point? I hadn't had a lot. We didn't drink a lot this that day. This was sample number nine of them. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually I remember vividly. This was sample number two. It was a little lighter on my palate then. I'm not sure why. Um, you know, obviously it's in a can. There's no nothing's going to happen to it in there. It's you know hermetically sealed, so we're not going to really. Uh, can't really go there, but yeah, I I agree. This is uh, I like it. It's not. I'm gonna say I like it a lot. A lot. I'm gonna. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna say that I like it a lot, but I definitely like it. It's a. It's an interesting beer. I, I'm gonna kind of go a little bit, maybe farther than you wanted to, and say I'm gonna almost guarantee they use some kind of extract just because of the level of coconut flavor. I have no clue okay. how you could get that without, um, actually, without you know, with actual coconut. I mean, you can't get that that, that, no. that level of flavor in, from an actual coconut to go into a dish. I mean, unless you it's coconut oil, in which case, you know. No, I, I mean, if you use coconut oil yeah. or even, like, coconut milk and stuff, you kind of get that flavor um, in, in food. Right, right. You I can just, get that intensity. Up. I just don't think they're going to put coconut milk or coconut oil into a beer. I don't think so either. No. And, that's again, it's not a bad thing. There are plenty of uh, reasons to use uh, a, a particular extract to get flavor. I mean, Mark and I, Mark and we were all discussing the meads Mark, Mark is making, and it has cherries in it, but the cherry flavor is just not quite prominent enough. Um, Mark's consulting the color because we didn't we didn't consult the yes, technology. Yes, I realized we hadn't consulted the mighty color chart, and this is firmly yellow. Yes, it is. Yellow, and, and uh, it has a, a haze to it, which is, again, standard for, for the style. Um, as far as like, as far as making pina colada into a beer, um, I feel like this is almost, I don't, um, I feel like at some point I've had a Corona dumped into a pina colada. Oh, you definitely have. Um, <laughs> and that's kind of what you're getting out of this. It's, it's, um, it's a little oh, on the nose. Uh, what, that, comp, that? No, no, I mean oh. the beer itself in terms of saying this is a pina colada goza. Like, yeah. Like it's, yeah. 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 Agreed with that. I think it's going to be a pint for me. Um, it's fun. It at a tiki bar I definitely would want to have one of these instead of um, the frozen pina colada, just because it's a little more up my alley. But I think anything more than this, and it would just kind of like it would fry me out, and the sweetness of it would just get me get my stomach a little churny early on in the night, and not want that. Yeah, I'm. I'm also gonna go with a pint. I, I enjoyed the beer. Um, I can see myself, you know, potentially under certain circumstances ordering one and having a pint. I have a um, a couple more four packs. But I'll probably that will, you know, I'll sample on occasion. But uh, of it, the pina colada, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, well, um, I mean, if you don't mind, save one of these for my wife because I'm sure she'd be like all around this. Yeah, Steph, I got them for Steph. Steph, Steph enjoyed this beer. Um, she's the one, She had it first, and then when she tasted it, she, she liked it. Um, but yeah, it would be be a pint. Yeah, it, it's a tasting for me. Like that, I had no doubt. I had a sip. Yeah. That was enough. Like I said, I, I... <laughs> two ounces is too much. <laughs> That's funny. It's it, it is. It's not in my wheelhouse at all. In fact, it's like at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> so what's interesting is I mentioned that we we had it at Brewcraft and Worst first, the German place, and. Um, 
so Steph takes a, takes a sip, my wife, and she goes, oh, wow, it's crazy. I get like coconut and then buttered popcorn. I'm like, really? <laughs> it's like, I think I might know what's up with that. So she had, she had another taste and she said, yeah, sure. So I tasted it and for sure that's exactly what it tasted like from that, you know, there. And I'm trying to think, is it the, is it coconut extract that's kind of tasting a little funky? But no, for sure it was the, you know, your standard off flavor buttered popcorn. And then I was so cool to be able to have it from the tap at the brewery. Right. And that wasn't there at all. Yeah. I mean, that's just, it's probably, they got to clean Somebody that line. Somebody needs to clean the line. Yeah, that, that yeah. line hasn't been cleaned in a little while. Well, I mean, yeah. The, the funny thing about that place is, though, it was surprising because they're, like I said, they're a very high-end beer place. Right. So we had, I had, I had, shit, seven other beers there in that yeah. sitting. And every other single, every, every other one was perfect. So obviously it was just an issue with that one thing. Right. That's why I'm saying yeah. the line, not, not the whole place. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the line. It was, it was, in, it was just, it was, I was like, this is so cool. I know why this happened, and I I tasted it. <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't too hard because Steph knew right away. Right. She had the flavor immediately. She has no clue what uh, what that could be. Right. And then right. I what I told where, where it could come from. Right. What I told her, she and then we then she was like, "All right, beer nerd, like whatever." And then she ordered more beer. And then when we were at the place and it didn't have the taste, she was like, "Oh my god, this thing you've been doing for you, you've actually learned something." <laughs> I know, right? It's amazing. <laughs> you know, but I think that also speaks to. One of the main points that that uh, we took away from that off flavor tasting, it's you don't necessarily have to always know exactly what it is, but you just know that something's not right with it. And when you know when you have that feeling, you're probably right about it. Exactly. That, yeah, that was that was a good takeaway from that. Um, and then you know, of course, we made our obligatory monks trip. Well, yeah, <laughs> twice. Oh, only twice. Yeah, only twice. Only twice. But it was yeah, it was tremendous. I had a bunch of uh, wood aged beers. One that literally tasted like the side of a tree in a, in a great way. I don't know how to convey that in a great way, but it, it tasted like two trees were fighting in my mouth. The War of the Ants. Yes. It was, <laughs> it, was, mouth. it was really, really cool. It was from, from some, like a Belgian place called Duprolf, or maybe it was German. I don't know, but it was pretty damn good. Um, we'll, save that, uh, we'll save that for another, another time when I actually have the card in front of me and I can run through what I had. But um, I'd have to say that I, overall, Manny Young was a home run. Like I said, of the ten beers I had on a sample of, there was only one that I didn't want to drink again. It was their wastewater pale ale. It was uh, hop to the gills, and uh, it was definitely wastewater for me. But if for someone who's a hophead, it would, would probably be right up their alley. Jack, probably Jack. Um, <laughs> and speaking of Jack, in a future episode, we will uh, be tasting some of uh, the stuff he, uh, he he got for us again. So thank you. Yes, thank you, Jack. Yeah, looking forward to always trying uh, some of the stuff that Jack tr- finds for us. This time, he actually tried to get us stuff we'd like. He didn't oh, go and get us. Okay. I mean, he didn't just go and get us like some some hoppy stuff that that wouldn't uh, that we wouldn't like. He was tr- well, attempting I mean, to, to purchase be, things for us. To be fair, yeah. like that that's a really tall order when one goes to the alchemist. Yeah, yeah. no, there was no. But what I found cool about that was he gave us beers that he really loves and was like, "I want these guys to try them, even though they're not going to appreciate them." Yeah, no, no, like. <laughs> It's it's been great, Jack, and you know, thank you for that. And I hope you keep thinking of us, and you know, we'll keep drinking it for sure. And if you want us to drink beer, let us know. Get in, get a hold of us any way you want. Yeah. You got the email, you got the social meds, and uh, you know, if you recognize our voice and when you're drinking in a brewery, come say hi, and you know, tell us, hey, you were wrong about this, and here's why. I'd be more than more than happy to buy someone a beer who tells me we're wrong. Yeah, it's I. I'm looking forward to the ch- uh, to the chance to run into somebody at a brewery. I mean, I don't get a, at, out to them as much as you guys do as, all the time, but it's uh, 
it's always fun talking with the with the neighbors when you're at the brewery and just hearing what other people have to say about the beers. No doubt. Anything um, else, gentlemen? No, I'm going to crush the last little bit of this can of the Actually, of the why, don't, why don't we do that? We waited for the peanut butter crunch to warm up. Why don't you taste it and tell you it was your idea? Oh, I, I did already. You was, did it already? I did. So I how, slammed it. So how was it? <laughs> um, it actually tasted very much the same. Okay. Yeah, so we were uh, wrong. Um, it didn't really... I didn't catch the same like sharpness of it, but that's probably because I slammed it and not yeah. like, sipped it the way I did the initial taste. But I didn't really catch a, that much of a difference in the flavor. All right. Exper- so, experiment over. But... I have eight more cans of this, so I'll try to be more patient and test it out for you guys. <laughs> I know it's hard, but um, yeah, I'm looking. For, I'm looking forward to some more uh, Philly finds from you soon. No doubt. All right, cheers, everybody. Cheers. cheers. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com. On Facebook at www.facebook.com slash voyage and Twitter and Instagram at Beertastic Show, or send them a good old fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and cheers for local beers. <laughs>